Toss it around, my friends! Welcome to episode 36, the first episode of season 2 of the Gay Gal Podcast, where we talk everything New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, national, and international sports. Hosted by your Shuli Agrasani, Joy Sarah by Michael Cunningham, Alex Reach, Marcellus Burdock, and Sam Morell. You can see the podcast right now on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts, and you can watch the Silecast right now on YouTube. Also, be sure to follow us on social media at GetGRP. A thought said, it's time to get your game on. Sorry, I was asking. Guys, first episode of season two. Let's go. Mike, listen. No, never do that again. <laughs> I, that I tried telling you before. I tried telling you before that. Sam, your show dancing absolutely kills my No, I can actually dance for real. You want me to actually dance for real? I'll be doing backflips up in this bitch. But we ain't going to do that. How <laughs> about this? From now on, whenever we do intros, we, Sam and Mike can have a little dance contest if they want. First of all, Sam is white. He got no rhythm. <laughs> Mike, I'm, Mike, I'm letting you know. That just makes it worse that you black and you have no rhythm. <laughs> I actually got rhythm. I was making fun of Alex. This is how Alex dances. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so what's All the right, first but, thing? On but the first, we got we got to do some housekeeping here. Like as I mentioned before in the intro, one of the things I said I I said before we had major plans kind of for season two. And first one is is that we have this brand new I would say sexy. Layout for YouTube, so now Balls, all people watching man. on YouTube, they can all see our beautiful faces. Hey Adam, I know I'm sexy. You know I'm the sexiest brother on this podcast, but I ain't gonna lie. I don't think I don't think anyone wants. To, I don't think the beautiful faces are that beautiful, to be honest. Okay, first of all, I'm like the rock. Me and Marcellus, black men are just gorgeous. We, all, the women, could agree with that. The black men are gorgeous, and then the rest of you are like fours and fives. I'm calling Major Cap, but we're not going to go there. Okay. So, you know, at least, Sam, the beard is sexy, baby. Yeah. Well, the beard the, is the, sexy. Well, the beard is sexy. Ladies, our, 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 our who wants to make a choice? Who's better looking? Marcellus wanted to keep his camera Sam. off, so because Marcellus I already know more sexy than And we Sam. definitely respect Marcellus' decision. Anyways, Marcellus, so. Marcellus is getting laid right now, as you can see right now. He's probably getting laid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can't I'm say watch, that the I'm just watching my Knicks, man. We can't say that on the air right now. We can't say that on the air. Watching my Knicks. You watching my Knicks? What we got to show today, brother? Watching my Knicks, man. Alex is like he's masturbating in the library. Where's his second hand, Alex? Where you at? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what are we talking about first today, All right, guys. Me losing 85 grand? Adam make me lose 85 grand? Yeah, we're going to talk. All right. Also, a little bit of housekeeping is that we're now on, I said for a, a bunch of platforms that like I said for all the platforms we mentioned, like if you want to know like where all all the platforms are, go to our anchor page. Like like we we've also put a link tree. So if you want to know all platforms are on, go find our um, page on anchor.fm slash get your game on, and you can find all the platforms are on. Because if I decide to mention all platforms are in every intro, it would be a waste of time. Like. Unfortunately, the one, the one um, downside is that we also had the part ways from SoundCloud. So, but we, but as they I mean, as they say, nothing ever 
worth fighting for was one without sacrifice. Uh, so we just, we just want to say, folks, it's not called. We appreciate you guys um carrying us for the first seat for the first season. We wish we and um it was definitely and we definitely appreciate like um being on soundcloud for that first season. But all right, guys, we're gonna jump right in here. You guys know what we're opening in with. You guys know what we're opening with. We could go a bunch of ways. We we just much stuff we gotta talk about. So much stuff we've missed. I mean, a lot of football stuff, which unfortunately we'll we're not gonna cover that much football this episode, but we'll probably do it next episode. A lot of basketball stuff, Coach K's last game, um Zion being under some heat, um, and the Nets sucking, but you guys are we, 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 don't, we don't need to talk about Zion. We, we don't need to talk about Zion. Zion is the right. I'm gonna put you just spoiler, Sam. I'm gonna put you on the spot later on the episode about Zion, just a little spoiler, but we're gonna just open up something with that something we all can agree with, and that it, and it's unfortunately something that a lot of people saw uh, uh, come. I mean that I mean like once this whole lockout began, but opening day has officially been postponed in Major League Baseball. Honestly, yeah. Those yeah. These, here's the thing about these owners: what pisses me off. And that's the thing. Let me go really quickly here. This this is one of those situations where you can't look at let's say Ace and say, oh, where oh both sides are equally to blame, like both oh, both sides are like equally at fault. The owners are way more at fault in this than the players. And can I, can I don't I think it's debatable. Can, can I can I just also say something ahead, though, like really quick? The sport of baseball itself is dying. Like I'm, I'm sorry to all like the baseball fans. I'm a baseball fan. I, I grew up with baseball. Literally, I grew up with baseball. I know Adam grew up with baseball. I'm not sure if any of y'all grew up with baseball, but like I remember the first ever sports event I was at. I think I was like six years old. I went to Yankee Stadium. Crowd was packed for Derek Jeter and all those guys. And looking back on it, like 15 years later, the sport is dying. And something like this is only just making it more, like, happen at a more, like, rapid pace. I don't think that's what the owners are getting. And let's not even get started with, like, let's, let's not get started with the guy I'm not going to name, but he is terrible for the MLB I think we know who we're and I think we know who we're talking about. Is uh, are his initials R M? You know, yeah, pretty much. Okay, we know what you're talking about. We know what you're talking about. He said, he said, you know that the you know the World Series trophy was just a piece of metal, but you know, and that just proves how tone deaf the commissioner of the MLB is. Like, okay, Okay, go ahead, Michael. Go ahead, Michael. Here's the thing about the commissioner. He has so much, and I believe, and we're going to believe about talking about the Astros, how they got the commissioner in their last fucking pocket. We all could agree to that. And I wish Chris was on this episode, too. He would have said that the commissioner is a disgrace to the MLB. And that all these fucking owners, you guys are billionaires, for God's sakes. Pay them. You guys are motherfucking cheap. And I thought I was, I thought black people were cheap, but y'all owners are making us look bad, making us look like saints. No, and you know what's, you know what's the worst part about this, Mike? It's like you see the commissioner of the NBA, Adam Silver. You see him go on 
all these different like media shows like get up for espn or first take sometimes he goes on like tnt with like Shaq and kenny would he ever be caught dead saying oh the nba finals trophy that's just a piece of metal no he would say like he would say like no that is like the glory of it like and the best part about it is there's a reason why we look at him and see he's the best commissioner of just all sports because he respects the game he respects the game and he is very wise and very smart like with the Kyrie Irving situation he looked at it and he was like I don't get how an away player that's not vaccinated is different from Kyrie Irving not being vaccinated and being able to play like he said that like he's like listen I can't do anything about it but like I'm just as confused as you or even the NFL commissioner. Who's the NFL commissioner again? I, I forgot his Goodell. name. Goodell. Yeah, Goodell. Goodell would never say that about like the Super Bowl, like a Super Bowl ring, saying, oh, the Super Bowl ring, that's, that's just another ring that we buy. That's just another like diamond ring that we put on. Like He's like, no, a Super Bowl ring is like, you win that? That just shows you're one of the better NFL teams. I agree even though he's on that one, like, so, so like so like it's like the fact that all these commissioners are like respecting the game and doing this, and then you see Manford doing this stuff, and then on top of that, not caring that the game's basically being postponed, like he's just announcing it. He's just like he's so literally smiling, like laughing it up, at, uh, laughing up as he's about to announce games for people. So I mean, how tone deaf can you be? Here's the thing. That's disrespectful. And, uh, Here's yeah. The thing. And I, I would say this. That like like RM like. Do you want me to say his name or not? No, just say his initials. All, right, Ro- all right, Rob Manfred. Uh, com- I, he is officially made himself as the worst commissioner in baseball. It's all I'm Because say whatever you want about Roger Goodell. Say whatever you want about Gary Bennett. They both like have gotten a lot of criticism over the years, and deservedly so. And deservedly so, but. But here's the thing. But here and and early so. But here's the thing. They at the very least two things. One, they know how to grow their sport, and B, they at least show that they care about their sport. Like they at least show that they at least have some of a passion for sport. Rob Manfred, he doesn't know how to grow the game. Number one, that's barely ob- obvious. Even though, even though he's um. Even though he was supposed to, the, even though the owners like brought him on, he to be that commissioner I'll grow the game, he hasn't done that. And and two, he clearly just he just does not seem like he really loves the game, like loves the game he commissions the way you know, the way you know other commissions, the way Adam Silver loves basketball, the way Roger Goodell loves football, the way Gary Bettman loves hockey. You know, he just he just seems like he just doesn't he just doesn't seem like he has that same passion for his sport or like. Like, like, like you said, Sam, like, no, would you ever see a, would you see Roger Goodell, um, call of the Larry, the, um, not the Larry O'Brien, the Vince Abai trophy, a hunk of metal? He would never in a million years say that. He would never in a million, no, yeah, he would never and, in a million years and say what's that. it called? You said he's the worst commissioner in baseball. I'm taking sports. a step further. I, I yeah, I'm saying he's the worst commissioner ever, just in sports. And here's the thing: some of the like, sometimes, okay. So in terms of like growing the sport, 
that is a little bit on the players just because um what's it called it is a little bit on the players just because the players like you see nba players they promote their game through twitter and instagram and through commercials mlb players really don't do that like you rarely see mlb players like doing any of that stuff so that is kind of on the players like at the same time it's like how can they promote the game and do all this stuff when you're not paying them when you're not giving them any the recognition they deserve like this is their fourth pay cut that's they, that's that's awful this is their fourth pay cut and i get like you're dealing with covid and that stuff but you're billionaires the owners are billionaires and Rob Manfred should be trying to like put their foot down. Like for example, like I'll give you an example. NBA owner, Steve Ballmer, the guy who replaced the um, racist Clippers owner. I forgot his name, but you know, I don't Arnold think it really matters. Sterling, I want or as we like to say, he shall not be named. He shall not be named, but go ahead. Guys, I'm trying to be classy. It's Sunday. Yeah. Come on, don't stop talking about idiots on Sunday. It's the Lord's Day. <laughs> anyway, so, but yeah. It's like um, Steve Ballmer. Steve Ballmer is like there cheering on his players every single Clippers game. He's like doing all this other stuff. He's paying his players like hundreds of millions of dollars. That's what an owner should do. An owner should be at the game, enjoying the game, pay their players, respect their players. And all these MOB owners... Or just saying, hey, I'll just give you, you know, like a million dollars over four years. And I'm thinking, a million dollars over four years? They're playing a sport. Like, they're playing Major League Baseball. You know how straining baseball is on the body? Like, people like people don't realize. Don't get me wrong. Baseball's not an athletic sport. Like it requires athleticism, obviously, but baseball is not really that much of an athletic sport. However, it still has the same amount of strain because of the amount of games being played. Like there's over a hundred games to like 150 games, I'm pretty sure, in the MLB being played every year. That's a lot of strain. So the fact that they're not getting paid and the owners are just being like this, it's it's unacceptable and the game's dying because of and, it. And here's the thing, Sam. It's easy to make the argument, oh, it's millionaires versus billionaires. It's easy to make that argument when I just looked this up, like, what's the stat here? I believe 71% of play, of major league baseball players like um make under a million dollars a year. Like 71% of major league baseball players like make under a million dollars a year. Yeah, that's absurd. Like, you just, like, the minimum NBA contract, and I'm, I'm not even like, like, the a tenth man on the roster that is probably only going like, to get like two to three minutes a yeah. game is getting paid $2 million just exactly. for one year. Exactly. And like, the highest paid starts, like Aaron Judge and people like that. Are getting paid like 10, 12 million over four years. And I'm thinking 10 or 12 million over four years. Like Steph Curry is making, like Steph Curry is making 
that much in three months, not a year, not two years, three months. He's making as much as like Aaron judge. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. Like here's the same. I will like uh, correct you that like Aaron judge, the, the reason like you can say that Aaron judge is that he hasn't hit free age yet. Like, and, and uh, like, cause it's easy to make that argument, but when you look at players like Mike Trout, look at the contract he got for now. At least look at the contract he got. So, that that's the one thing about this about um this locker is that no matter what happens, like the big stars, the Aaron Judges, the Mike Trouts, the Carlos Correas, the Corey Seegers, as we saw, they're gonna get their bags. They're gonna get their money. Like the big stars are gonna get their money. Like it's mostly about like um I I said before from at least from a player side, like it's more about supporting like the average MLB player and like especially the uh, especially the minor leagues. It's more about supporting those because MLB clearly is not done nearly enough. Um. A, a job like supporting those players. These are billionaire owners, and you let, let, let me um let me um I want to I really want to like um let me re, let me really like emphasize like how you know um shady these owners are. Did you guys read this column by uh Jeff Passan? He did a column like uh at, at, um he he wrote a column for ESPN, absolutely ripping um. The owners, and here's one quote from a an a an a unit a um unnamed general manager in Major League Baseball. This is an unnamed uh general manager in Major League Baseball, and here's what um one general manager said um during these um negotiations, what the players are asking for. Quote: It's horrible. One general manager said, six years should be six years." But here's the here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. But what are you supposed to do? Not take advantage of them? That shows like how these general managers think. They're literally these owners and general and front offices. They literally are hardwired to think like, "Oh, we need to literally exploit our workers." That's no, and, literally how they're being hardwired to think. Let me repeat that quote again. What are we supposed to do? Not take advantage of them. I mean, you know, it's the worst part about it, though. Yeah. It's like I know I'm using the NBA a lot as an example, but it's just it's become such like the standard of what a sports league should be like. Say one more it's time. literally these. It's literally the Say NBA is the basic standard of what a sports league should be like. And you brought up the minor leagues. I'm going to sh- I'm going to tell you something. For those that don't know, there's an NBA G League. It's for those that aren't, you know, ready to like go into the actual NBA. It's like it's like a it's like basically like the MLB. Adam like would be the water boy if he was in the G League. Let's just clear the record. <laughs> Me and Sam would be averaging thirty points in the G League together. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. But <laughs> the G League, it's like you know how much promotion the G League gets. Like, don't get me wrong. The G the, the G League still has to like drive around by bus they don't get anything but like the amount of commercials i've seen on the nba g league like would you ever hear a baseball player say oh out of high school i'm gonna go into the minor leagues no they go to college they play in college and then they either go to the minor leagues or the mob just to say, a little, lot of little high, high school, school players do a lot, high, a lot of high school players and baseball do go straight to minor leagues just to so let you know. 
When, but here's the thing about. Okay, but hold he, up, he's, Adam, but hold here's up. the thing. Here's let same go. Let same go. Here's the thing about that though. It's like high school players recently have had the choice to either go to college or they go to the G League for the basketball. And just being in the G League, if you're a starter in the G League, you have the potential to make half a mil a year just in the G League. So, and guess what? I guess what, Sam? You know how? You want to know how much like my league baseball players make? Fifty thousand per season, a little over ten thousand a year. It's it's Jeez. a joke. It's 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 loud. And look, I remember like um like remember how how um like they literally like um couldn't like pay their player like the owners literally cheaped out on paying their players proper housing. They just had all players like um sleep on chairs in like one hotel room like. They I mean they they finally like uh they finally like decided to give their players proper housing like um this past winter but they finally made that fish but look how long it finally gave it took them to give them actually proper housing yeah it's like it's like the G League for the NBA it's like they literally just stay at motels and they all have their own separate rooms like the that's NBA, just the bare like, minimum in the NBA you get like all these big ho- fancy hotels and shit like. Like for like, I remember the worst NBA player makes a minimum less than a, a half a mil, like literally under a mil, like ninety nine, like a nine, like nine. And that should like be the way it is for baseball. That should no, be the that, way it um, is what's for it called? No, they, they uh, Mike, they raised it actually. The minimum, and I mean like the bare minimum contract, is nine hundred thousand dollars. That is the bare minimum your worst player could have on your team. Man, this, he's and, that, and that's the thing. A lot of people could look at it and say, "Like, oh, like that's 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 I'm looking at it and, and be like, oh, that's too much, or like, um, like, like the worst NBA player on a team, like, but or, or the worst LB player." But here's the thing: if you are a professional NBA player or a professional LB player, like if you're a professional basketball player or a professional, if you're a professional, professional like, athlete, if you're a professional athlete and you make it to the NBA or the LB, it means you're one of the best, like. In the world, like if you're yeah, good let's, let's let's put it like this. Yeah, but more often than not, you're one of the 95, best. Yeah, ninety five of the ninety five percent of MLB players yeah. deserve to be in the MLB. Ninety five percent of the NBA players deserve to be in the NBA. That's a good way of point. Yeah. And I'm letting you, and I'm letting everyone know how hard it is to make it in these leagues. Around. Just for D1 athletes, just to make it into a D1 program, it's like zero point like nine percent or zero point eight percent just to be D1 to make into the NBA or MOB. It is rarer, like you will have a better chance of winning the lottery than making it into one of those sports leagues, just because the amount of sheer talent and skill you have to have especially if you're six one or six two like if you're like six eleven seven feet tall and you know how to play basketball just with the basics you're fine you'll you'll make it into the NBA but if you're six one if you listen Anthony Bennett made it into the NBA that man only had height 
So, he was six eight. He he had bounce. He, he, he had he he had he had bounce. He had height, but you don't have no skill. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If you have the height and you have the athleticism, you'll make it to the NBA easily. But unfortunately, that's like extremely rare. Most of us are like, or most athletes, like real athletes, are like six one, six two, six foot. You have to have actual skill that you train with every single day and sometimes you won't even be able to develop that talent the way like most people will for example the reason why i'm blessed and the reason why i like always say like like i like you see me and mike trash talk that oh we'll be like like there would be a good one-on-one it's because i was blessed enough to have like <laughs> let me finish. Like, you finish. Said, let him you finish. Said, you, you gotta say we. I gave you a compliment. So we thank you. We were we were blessed enough to Good have boy. to have like a certain gene or a certain trait that allowed our muscles to grow more rapidly, to grow faster, but also to be stronger than most imagine now that but 10 times more where it's like you're seeing people starting to jump like over the rim basically exactly like their heads over the rim like and with the three-point shooting they can make all these three-point shots with baseball i've played baseball it's a talent to play baseball. It's extremely tough. You need to be able to react to like 105 mile per hour fastballs. You need to be able to run the bases. You need to be able to catch 150 miles the per amount hour of line hand drives. Eye, the, the amount of hand-eye coordination necessary to play major league baseball is insane. Yeah, I and, the fa- and the fact that they get paid so it's like they have to do all this and you see the NBA players make like a million dollars and the MLB players have to have the same amount of skill basically as an NBA player and they're getting paid a hundred and fifty thousand a hundred thousand dollars are you kidding me some of them joke. are getting paid like some, of them are, some of them are getting paid and I'm not even trying to bash this job. I'm just being for real. Some MLB players are getting paid as much as teachers. Let me repeat what I just said. Some of them are getting paid as much, if not less, than teachers. You know, the job that is very known for not paying well. Not paying nearly as much as it should. Yeah, because I know teachers that make a hundred and twenty, a hundred and thirty thousand a year, and MLB players are making less than them. That's just shameful. At that point, that's just shameful. The fact that they have to have that much skill and talent, and they're getting paid that bare minimum. And NBA players are making millions of dollars. That's just that's that's just 
it's, dumb, yeah. ridiculous, and overall shameful for the and, and the LB owners right now, the ass thing, the LB owners are trying to keep that. They know, they know like, uh, that they're exploiting, like, all the players. They're trying to keep that. They're trying to keep that. The players are rightfully so, like, fighting back. And right players are fighting, so fighting back. So if you want to blame anyone, like, for the soccer, blame um, the owners and them trying to keep, like, this corrupt system in place. Guys, I, I don't know if you guys heard also this story, but also that LB, I believe they hired someone, like, during the negotiations. They were paying him. Guess how much they were paying him, guys? They are paying this guy $775 an hour to argue why major league baseball players or minor league players should be unpaid, like, for spring training games. Why LB shouldn't pay, like, um, minor leaguers for spring training games. What? They, that... NBA players get paid for preseason games. Preseason. NBA players get paid for training camp. I'm not even lying, guys. NBA rookies get paid to play in summer league games. You know, the games where maybe 100 to 200 people will be in attendance. Maybe, Unless I don't you're know. Vegas. Maybe, you know, you're a couple, maybe you know, a couple, like, 100 people will actually watch. No, yeah. no, but if you go to the Vegas in the summertime, because I've been to the summer league games in Vegas, those got, like, a lot of motherfuckers. Best thing, Michael, like, those players, like, they get paid, they get paid, but MLB wants to um not pay uh, my league uh, players for spring training games. It's a freaking joke. Yeah, would you imagine? It's disgraceful, honestly. Like, like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Imagine if a story came out that, like, NFL players, you know, since they only play 16 games in a, in a season, not counting any playoff games, since they only play for 16 weeks, you know, maybe they should only get paid, like, you know, maybe 50000 per week. Oh, no. Oh, no, wait. No, you, you would never hear that because the owner knows how physically taxing it is. And even though it's 16 weeks, he knows how packed it gets. Like, yeah, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. And this is, and this is why it all goes back to the same thing. The sport of baseball is dying. And I'm and not that, even and lying. And I'm not, and that's Adam, the, Adam, look, Adam. Look at, I want to bring this up, Sam. Look what happened with uh, Kyler Murray and how much of a study was. A lot of people thought he was going to uh, choose a baseball over football. But then, like, I'm pretty sure Kyler Murray realized, like, would you rather, like, make millions of dollars on your rookie contract? Or would you rather make, like, um, 10, like, uh, $10,000 for your first, like, three years or three or four years no, yeah, to make the here, majors? And here's the worst part about it. Yeah. And this is me making a prediction. It's a very unfortunate prediction. I'm calling it baseball's only got six months to a year left. Here's the thing, Sam. Do I think the baseball, the sport baseball, will necessarily like a will necessarily die? I don't think it'll necessarily die. I still think, at least right now, it's still got like way too big of an audience. But here's why I will say though: if this continues, like with the way with the way hockey's growing, like um, the way hockey you know, is starting to become a bit more popular, or the way hockey's becoming more popular, oh, we see, and, we, no. and we and we see the way basketball has bloomed, like. Basketball is officially cemented up as like the second sport in America. I feel. 
Oh no, uh, no basketball. No, here's a no. It's like favorite sport. sport. Yeah, Adam, Adam, basketball is actually the number one sport right now. You know that. Right? I, 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 I don't think it's overtaking football. At least not ratings wise. At least no, not ratings wise. At least not ratings no, wise. No, no. Trust me, but Adam, I'm letting you know. Basketball has overtaken football, but football still like. Here's the thing. Like football, basketball. Like football, basketball. Stephen A. said it perfectly. Basketball is more popular than football however football is just like a religious thing at this point like it, it football is basically just a religion you just you just watch and you just do it exactly yeah like basketball, that, like however right, here's the thing boys we gotta realize basketball just think about it kids like grew up in the hood like i did basketball was the way out for basketball and football were the way out yeah, pretty but much. If you were to ask me, if you were to ask me, little Michael, ten year old Michael, I would, I would say basketball was my way to get out. Football. You never heard people say, "Let's play baseball," you know? Because I'm telling you guys this: if you're playing pickup sports, you're not going to get a group of eighteen guys to play baseball. If you're not in the league, there's no. And, that, and that's actually one of the arguments of why baseball's dying. It's like I could I could pick up a basketball. And train by myself. I can call one of my friends up and say, "Let's play one on one with football." I can call one of my friends up and say, "Let's have a catch, you and me." I'm gonna go long, and you're just gonna throw the football. Are you really gonna call for five to six, seven friends to say, "Let's hit some baseballs," and then you're just gonna have to pick up all the baseballs? You're gonna get a group of eighteen people at one, just one day a week. Like, Playing baseball. The Sandlot days are over with. The Sandlot days are over with. Yeah, it's here's the thing. Baseball, baseball is just baseball is dead. It does for me because you guys know baseball is my favorite sport. Like I love baseball. I breathe baseball. Like I've like I've loved baseball my entire life. But I gotta look at this subjectively. Like baseball right now, it's definitely the third sport. Like behind it. Well, now, do I think it'll necessarily die? Like, not, no, not, it's not, a not, 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 at least not. No, at least not right now. But no, it's the sports sport it, soccer. It's, it's 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 the third sport. It's it's at best right now the third sport, and maybe someday it could become the fourth sport, or even or even if soccer continues, right, it could become the fifth sport. If no, Adam, it's the fourth sport right now. Soccer's the third sport right now. I'm not lying. Soccer is literally the third sport right now. I have to look up the range, but I'll say I'll say Sam. I wouldn't be surprised if that's true. I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah, right right now, right now, I'm pretty sure it's basketball, then it's football, then it's soccer, and then it's baseball. However, hockey is super close right now to taking over baseball as the fourth sport. Yeah. I know it's, it's just, and, and it's yeah. only because like Manfred these owners can't like um. Get their head out of the re-ends. And it's really, really sad to see. And you, you the sport know, you know baseball the deserves better. The sport no, baseball it, deserves it, better. No, but you know what's the worst part? And this is how I can tell. For those that don't know, I coach a travel team. And on my travel team, I have baseball players. I have travel baseball players from my town. And one of my baseball players, I'm not going to say who, I'm one of my players on my team for basketball travel is literally this summer going to Arizona to have a chance to play for Team USA in terms of the sixth grade baseball league. Like they would be wow. versing like Canada and China Congrats and all those him. teams, I'm pretty sure. 
So he has the final tryout still to try to make it to the team because he made it to the finals. And he looked at me and said, I like playing basketball more than I do baseball. And he's that talented in baseball. That that should just say everything right there. The fact that a kid is that talented in baseball and he would still choose basketball over baseball 10 times out of 10. It's yeah, it's sad. I mean, I, but we're gonna, we gotta move on. But Alex, what's up? You guys have any? You guys want to chime in? Give your thoughts on like um, this the lockout stuff. I just think he's one of the worst commissioners. Like you guys been saying, um, fantasy baseball is one of my favorite things to do, and uh, I'm a little upset. Um, I also want to. I really was excited to see how my Mets were gonna look, man. Um. I don't know. I, I I just feel like, you know, baseball is a sport that a lot of people seem to, you know, like. It's very interesting. It's, you know, it's going to be very weird without a season. I think there has to be a season. Something has to. I do think the there will be a season. I do I think, think there will be a season. season. Yeah. I think there it's will be a short. season. It's but short enough. Here's, here's, even know. if there is a season, like the, the sport of baseball, is, they've done permanent damage to themselves after this. They've done permanent here's, damage. But I think also another reason why baseball is dying is just because of the pace. Like, but it's like basketball is always super fast pace. Football too slow. We can, we get the, too we can slow. debate about the pace. Here's, here's the thing: slow. we get the debate about the pace. But here's the thing, though: like baseball will at least still be a better space if they had competent like ownership. If they baseball had competent ownership, uh, have a creature that actually knew how to grow the game. Yeah. Plus, plus adding the reason why I brought up the pace is just because think about it like this. You can go to a basketball game and it'll only be like an hour and 30 minutes. You'll just be there for an hour, 30 minutes. That's a good like time waster. You can go to a football game and you will only stay at a football game for like an hour, hour and a half. You go to a baseball game at three, you're not leaving until 5.30, maybe even six. Yeah. So three hours for a game that's boring. And then all I'm going to do is just eat popcorn and chicken fingers and garlic fries. Like, it's like, it's just not fun at that point. And the only time people get hyped is when it's like a strikeout or when it's a home run. Or Or like a big hit or like a big hit. Yeah, big hit. And how many of those are you going to get? Like maybe two, three of them in a game. Well, nowadays, like, balls are flying over the over the bar, so it's much easier to hit them. But, I mean, we can we can debate about, like, that stuff, like, later on. But, I mean, Sam, go, go really quickly. Then we got to move on to our next segment. No, that was it. Okay, that, okay, that was it. I mean, Alex, did you have any thoughts on, like, uh, this whole lockout? Uh, it's really uh, disappointing, in my opinion. You know, I think everyone else definitely has the same mindset as me and I just wish that this lockout didn't happen in the first place and that we got the chance to have the MLB action that we love um, every summer and I'm just bummed out that they had to do what they had to do and I mean in the long run I th- I think baseball is going to become more popular than than Sam knows 
I think that it's going to take a couple years, but it's definitely going to ramp back up probably by the end of 2025 or some point around there. But I think that the baseball has a lot of potential of stacking up the numbers uh, for for fans. And I think that they have – they definitely have the ability to have that – the same uh, stats as what they've been having before – before COVID hit and the yeah. lockout. Well, it, also, do, do you mind if I just add one more thing, though? Go really, go quickly. really quickly, <clears throat> Sam. Go really quickly. Another reason, though, why I'm saying, like, baseball's going to probably be dying out, like, pretty soon is just because when you look at each league, there's a phase. Like, you look at the NBA and you, like, think, like, oh, LeBron James, Steph Curry, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Kevin Durant look at the NFL, you think Patrick Holmes, you think of like, um, you think of Cooper, you think of Coop, you think of like all those names. Look at hockey, Adam, name, name, um, when you think of hockey, what do you think of? Kyle McDavid. When you think of baseball, who's that really big face? You had Derek Jeter, ever since Derek Jeter left, Who's now that really big face that you like? You look at baseball. Mike Trout. Like, oh, he was primetime TV. Mike Trout. Anyone else other than Mike Trout? I mean, you got to be Shoei Otani. I mean, for them, Tatis. I mean, but you're, you're also, so, that's not, I don't think baseball understands the talent problem. It's just, it's more so the marketing and the owners like, uh, get anyway. Another big problem with the sport is that LeBron James, like, I'm going to bring this up quickly. LeBron James and like uh, the best. The best and, and like Patrick Mahomes, they're out there for the majority of the game. Like if like uh if there's like a fourth quarter, like two minutes after the fourth quarter, you know um they're gonna the ball's gonna be in their hands. Baseball like the ninth inning, if there's a ninth inning, bases loaded, like like two outs, there's no guarantee that Mike Trout or um the big star is gonna be at the plate. Exactly, it's like when you go there, it's like you're like no, yeah, this guy's box office. He's gonna be out there. I'm gonna be seeing him. You're going to see the superstar shine. Baseball, yeah, you can be a superstar, but baseball's so team reliant. It's like your superstar is not carrying you to a win. Like Patrick Mahomes can carry you to a win. LeBron James can carry you to a the win. The Angels have Shoy Otani and Mike Trout, and they still stink. Exactly. It's like you have two superstars and you suck. That's not good for baseball. It's, it's like it's if you have two. Su- nice. It's like if you not. have. It's like if you have two superstars, you should be really good. So, yeah. Yeah, we got. We got. Yeah, we got to wrap it up now. Like, hopefully, like uh, the sport of baseball or experience better times ahead. But we got to move on. But before we introduce our new hot take segment, little tease there. Before we introduce our new hot take segment, we do have to go of one last. It's the. It's already been like a couple of weeks since like the closing ceremony ended, but we gotta do it. We gotta recap like the gold medal game and everything, and all the stuff that took into a place of winning Olympics. So, Alex, give us your last ever, give us your last at least for now, the last Alex Winter Olympic storylines. Alex, take it away. Uh, so, um, there's definitely been a lot of events that took place. 
in the last uh last couple of days and is it two weeks now <laughs> I mean yeah I mean like I meant to say the last couple of days in the two weeks um in the two week timeline and and I honestly I I haven't been keeping up as much as I needed to to talk about it right now but um I'm trying to uh see if there's anything that stood out but um, well there's one um I believe who won gold in ice hockey again I think it was um Russia uh I think they did I have to double check that Um, I I I I think they, they did too. I mean, Box, did you get a chance to catch uh, the closing ceremony? Uh, I did not. Uh, I I I I. Uh, did you? Um, not not really, not really. I I didn't really get a chance to. Go. I I watched some of it, but I didn't really get a chance to watch. I did watch uh, the go the uh, gold medal game though. I, mm-hmm. I watched the gold medal again. I watched some um I watched some of the bobsledding to ooh, I watched some of the bobsledding the gold medal for that one. The gold medal match for that one. Um USA team USA played third place in that. They they won they won bronze. They won bronze. Did you get a chance to watch Sean White? No, I didn't. Uh I I'm not sure who won. Uh who won the that type of um, event? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, also, I think also, also, yeah. But did you have, did you have anything else? Did you have anything else that you wanted to add, uh, Alex? Uh, or, or is that pretty much it? Uh, that was pretty much it. Yeah, cause, I mean, I mean, we had to like kind of do a Winter Olympic storyline segment, cause but but that's that's the thing. It was, it's been like what two weeks since the Winter Olympics ended, so we had to do like one little thing there just for the closing ceremony and everything. But but yeah, so I so I understand like your memories. Our memories are kind of like faded because like since it's been already two weeks since the Winter Olympics ended. But we well, had to get that segment out of the way. But but I do think. But I do think it was I saw I saw the Winter Olympics. You know, I I really got I really got into curling. I really got into curl early. Um, I love the I love the bobsledding, and obviously I love I I love the ice hockey tour. And hopefully we'll see the NHL go back um to the Olympics uh, come twenty twenty six. Go ahead, Alex. My my memory has been stuck on basketball for the past couple. <laughs> I can't blame you. I can't blame you. <laughs> I can't blame you. But Alex, but Alex, great job uh, with um, you know, last ever Alex Winter Olympic storyline. So great job, Alex. But guys, it is time. In season one, we had um the fan favorite segment called Mike's Hot Take. It was a fan favorite segment, but just during these past couple of weeks, when we decided we're playing for season two, like we were just because he changed, we were made this. When we were just like changed, we were gonna make for season two. We decided why have everyone do a hot take? 
why not have everyone really do a hot, hot take? So we're changing the segment from Mike's hot take to the hot take of the episode. So here's how this is going to work. Every single episode, one of us is going to do a hot take. And we're, as it's just the same thing as Mike's hot take, like someone does a hot take and we all buy and we're all going to prove. And we're also going to all keep records. And at the end of the season, we'll crown a hot take champion. But here's the twist, guys. If you want to know how we're going to do this and what order we'll be going to us, I don't know if it, I, I don't know if you guys only yet, but take? yeah, we're doing a hot take. It's called the hot take of the, ep- hot take of the episode. So here's how this is going to work. We're going to decide who goes each episode by luck, by lottery. I've got this really great spinning wheel. App. How about, let me go, since I, it was my idea to do the hot take, so you got to let the reigning champion go for it. We'll let up to the wheel, all right? So so, so that's going to be a nice spin. You're not going to know who's going to go until I spin the wheel. I feel like this is some bullshit just Shit. because it probably won't land on me the entire season. <laughs> but yeah. here, here's the thing. Here, here's the th- here's the thing though. Like, here, here's the thing. Honestly, I'm gonna put all five of our names on the wheel this time. But if you already went, if you already went, and like you won't go again until everyone else like has gone. Okay. Okay, imagine, imagine you try to have a hot take and you and you're doing a podcast. You're like, wait, now you don't know how I felt when I couldn't have hot takes. So this is going to be fun. Um, yeah, <laughs> I wanna, I Michael's give... gonna love just um watching us suffer. I'm gonna be petty. I'm gonna be petty. I'm gonna be like on the Sam hot takes and the Alex hot takes. I'm being petty as fuck. <laughs> but guys, are you ready to see who's gonna do the first hot take of season two? But- Please let it be Alex. I am praying. All to right, God. I'm, I'm going to screen record this and I'm going to send it to you guys so you guys have proof. All right, here we uh, go. Spin the wheel starting now. Please land on me. Please land and on me. And the Please first hot take of season two will be done by me. Fuck. Yo, no, that's a bull. That's a bullshit. I think that's a bullshit. Hell, I'm gonna got, have to go hey. first. I'm gonna have to go first. All right. I mean, you, so you I don't. You don't have to go first. I can go first for you. I have a really good you, take. Uh, uh, so basically, you want me to pass over to you? No, pass over to me. Screw the, uh, screw no, the no. white boy. Screw the white boy. Give to the black man. Uh, 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 I want to change the rules, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go here. So this is. So what am I gonna do for my hot? Boy always gets a lot of What am I gonna do for my hot take? I gotta think of something. Say right, here, here's what I'm gonna do. Here's what I'm gonna do. Here's what I'm gonna do. All right, guys. So my here's gonna be my hot take. I'm gonna argue why the Brooklyn Nets are a far superior franchise to the New York Knicks. And that's, not even, that's not even a hot take. Here, no, no. The, I'm, t- I'm talking about how they're they're because this thing. Here's why this is a hot thing because there are so many Mike, people that claim like, like oh. Like the net at uh, the Knicks are like, oh, it's a Knicks town. It's a um, it'll always be the Knicks have more fans, and that they assume that because of that, the Knicks are the Knicks are like a better franchise. Well, l- l- let's look at let's look at the two franchises the past like couple of years. The Knicks, how many times has the Knicks made the playoffs in the past like uh, two decades? I think in, in the past two decades. Past two decades. Probably uh, enough times to count on one hand. I let me let me 98, 99, 
We were in the playoffs in 98, 98, 98. I said last decade. 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 Last Y'all ain't doing so well your damn self either. You guys are in ninth place. And you guys yeah, have we the, are in ninth place, but at least you're still in the play-in. You we're have Kyrie Irving, at least we who is the greatest ball handler in the NBA, in the NBA today. And you had the best scorer in the NBA. And you had the best, like, big man that could play the point. That's probably like a second coming to Magic Johnson and Ben Simmons. And we and still, still have a better record than you guys. We still, still have a better record than you guys. We're a Hell, better red Alex franchise. Sawbucks is one of the smartest basketball minds like, in the world. Sawbucks is one of the best GMs in the sport. What? Sean Marks is one of the best general managers in basketball. He is right, one of the right, best right, general hold up, hold up, managers hold up, hold up, hold up. in basketball. <laughs> Michael just laughed. Michael just laughed. Adam, no, Adam, Adam, Adam. Do you, you know what you're saying? Okay, okay, Adam, Adam, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm not even gonna cap. What? When this take first started, and you said, "Oh, the Knicks are um the Knicks, the Nets are a far superior franchise than Knicks," I I was first gonna be like, "That's not a hot take." You just switched that to a ultra hot take. I respect that so much. We but you were so wrong. Oh, yeah, Sharmox <laughs> isn't one of the best show matches in the in the sport. Are you saying Sharmox? What? What? He's not. <laughs> Mike, 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 Mike. I, I just want to. Adam. Adam. I did okay. not save you for real. Adam. 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 Take a look back. Take a look back at what Sharmux did. Um, wait, when um he first like got on the job. Look how much was dumpster fire the Nets were. Look how much was dumpster fire. Yeah, when he first when he first when he first got them, they were trash. And then what does he do? He gets a washed-up Paul Pierce, a washed-up Kevin Garnett. He didn't even make that trade, you dumb-dumb. That okay. was Billy Kang. Okay, okay, he's right. Okay. He's right. He's right. Oh, You're right. So, You're right about so, that. Let me, let me get into this. I got you, baby. I got you back. Mike, I got this. I got this. Please, Adam, I run a Rosa's overtiring existence today. He screws me out of 85 grand. That was hard to be to screw him. Shall we? Let's throw the cards on the table, okay? Adam, if you guys can win the championship, then I'll say he's a great general manager. Here's the thing. You have a you have a part-time player in Kyrie. And that's Sean Marks' fault? No. Here's the thing. He wasn't supposed to even be playing. Mike, Mike, let me, let me, let me, let me, trust me. I got this. No, I got this. This is Adam. This no, is no, like, I, I, I got look at this. what Sean Marks did. Like no. he inherited like the Billy Amos. Not a control over he's not, no control over our first up picks for like years. No control over his own first up picks. Okay. And look what he built. Look at Billy. Yeah. He got Kyrie to come here. He got Katie to come here. But Adam, 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 Adam. Yeah. 
Yeah. Did that also have to do though with Worldwide West, Jay Z, Kyrie wanting to play in Brooklyn because Brooklyn is where he's saying would Kyrie they want to they're saying what he wanted to like, play in um, New York in general. Let's just be real. He's yeah, they're, they're that's, saying, that's, would he have wanted to play um for the Nets if um they didn't come off um that, that season? If no, he was like, going the, to New York regardless. He was going to like, But the Nets, they're saying like the Nets when they first um you people forget that the season before that um the Nets signed Katie and Kyrie, they were a surprise playoff team. They were a surprise playoff team. That was the team that uh Sean Marks built. That was the team that Sean Marks built without control no, over any of his first up picks. But here's the thing, Adam. If Sean Marks doesn't build that team, the Nets don't make the and the Nets don't make the pass to the yard. Is Kyrie coming? Yes, Kyrie's coming. Does he want to? Oh no, he's not. He's if the Nets don't make the if the Nets don't if you ask if you ask let's say let's say that's like um let's say that's barely missed the playoffs. Like then yeah, I say if the Nets like are still like a dumpster fire, you're telling Kyrie still coming regardless. Yes, yes. Let me explain why. Let me let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. LeBron James would he was with Miami. When he went to okay, Miami, I need to hear Miami, this. I need to hear went, this. Go ahead. Go ahead. When, he, when LeBron James went, left Miami to go to Cleveland, nobody knew that he was going back to Cleveland. Nobody knew that yet. So basically, it's the same thing with Kyrie. Kyrie is from New Jersey. He was a born Net fan. He loved the New, the New Jersey Nets growing up as a kid. And I know Kyrie Irving because my cousin is Michael K. Gilchrist. I know. Here's the thing, Adam. He said, and I quote, I want to play for the Nets regardless in my career. That's what he said when he got drafted. If he left the Cavaliers, then he went to Boston. He's like, I want to come home. He didn't say what team he was going to. It was most likely the Nets. It could have been the Knicks, but it was most likely the Nets. And then Kevin Durant called him too. Say, whatever team you're going, I'm coming with you. Am I right or wrong, Mr. Morrell? You're 100% right. The point is, Adam, Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving was is the New York faithful. He played in New Jersey all of his life. He played at Record Park. His godfather is probably one of the greatest basketball handlers in NBA history, Rod Strickland. But in case if you don't know who Rod Strickland is, look that motherfucker up. That's all I'm saying. But Yeah, plus, plus Adam, you also have to realize he was going to a New York team regardless, but... One, the Knicks are a train wreck. So why would you ever go there? Especially two, with James they have the, yeah. I was going to say that too. They have James Dolan as an owner. We know how terrible he is. And number three, DeAndre Jordan. If you remember that season, was on the Knicks. I remember that. He well, I remember that. He didn't play. And Durant went to DeAndre Jordan and said, "My boy." Are the Knicks good? DeAndre Jordan probably said to him, no, they're not good. I don't want to well, stay with duh. the Knicks. He's not going to let his boy DeAndre Jordan suffer. So he's going to say, okay, now that I know what I need, I'm going to go to the Nets. Especially Here's the thing, because- though. Here would be my belt. If the Nets were as... If, if the Nets were like... Uh, let's say the Nets were just as much of a dumpster fire. Let's say the Nets were still like um in that... um. Billy King mold. Would Kyrie still have went there if they were a dumpster fire? Yes, they yes. would because because the, the Knicks Adam they, how, they Adam, would have gone. Adam, uh, uh, hold up, Sam. Adam, how long you been watching basketball for? Answer that question. How long you been watching basketball for? Decade. 
I've been watching it since I was three years old, and I'm about to be True. 28. I've been watching right, this for over. All right, go ahead. All right, I get it. I get it. I've been watching this for two decades. See how it is. Yeah, it's like it's like Adam. We're not saying that Sean Marks isn't it's a, a bad owner, mind. bad manager. I'm just <laughs> saying. We're saying Kyrie was going to end up in the Nets regardless of wherever they they were, because he's from he. he he said, "Girl, his favorite player." Right, even if that is the case, kid. even if that is the case, you're telling me that uh, you're telling me that Sean Mox like uh, because that Sean Mox is he had nothing to do with it. Plus, plus Adam, Adam, plus Adam. If you remember correctly, he, even even if that's he true, treat, even no, no, if that's Adam, true, Adam, Adam, even if that's finish, true, you gotta give Sean Mox credit for creating the cast space to get Kyrie and no, Katie. But, no, but Adam, you also have to remember something. You also have to remember. He traded away Karis LeVert and Jared Allen for James Harden. James Harden Harden didn't want to go to the Nets. He wanted to play in Philly. Let's all be real. He wanted to play in Philly. Right, he also wants to play with KD too. He also wants to team. And, and, and I was like, I said before that that trade's gonna go look is, is like gonna go down as like a, a failure. A trade's gonna yeah. go down and as a failure. And now, and now, so you, is, and now I don't know how, how much you can really blame Sh- uh, Marsha because because his thing, like because Sean Marks are really foreseeing all this coming with um Kyrie. Because Sean Marks have really seen this with uh, with in the backseat, John. Sean Marks have seen uh, seen this coming with um Harden. And and, and Adam. That's the point of the GM. You don't foresee the future. Like with Billy Cunningham, when he got KG and Paul Pierce, before that trade, were we saying that was a bad trade? No, we were looking at him and saying, that man's a genius. I personally didn't think that was a good trade. I personally didn't think... I you guys said was, I like I, I wasn't like I I necessarily despise the trade, but I wasn't like leaping around and calling it the best trade ever. The I, worst I trade you guys ever got for right. you guys, and I love him as a player was Vince Carter. The Vince Carter trade was, was oh done. Vince Carter, yeah, the Vince Carter. But here's case. the thing: the Vince Carter, Carter was a great. The, the worst player you guys ever got made him a star was Devin Harris. I'm sorry, but here's the thing, Adam. Sorry to interrupt you, Sam. I just got I gotta get my message across to 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 this to this poor sap of a basketball fan over here. So Adam, if so say like you guys win the championship. If you win a championship, do you think Ben Simmons stays and stays with the Nets? If, if they win plays, a championship, I think I think Ben Simmons stays. He's not. He's not staying with them. I'm saying he, Ben Simmons. I want to say on now on your hot take, Ben Simmons is going to the Warriors next season. One hundred percent. He's going to be on the Warriors. I don't. I'm not. I'm not agreeing with that. However, he's going to the Warriors, dude. However, just I want Adam. I want you to think about this. You give away hmm? your future. Karis Levert, Jared Allen. You got rid of Spencer Dimwitty, who was very good. Got rid of all of those guys for Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, and Andre Drummond. Andre you Drummond also, was starting. No, no, and, and you have to realize you also have to realize that you've gotten a Kevin Durant who he's still Kevin Durant, but he's way more injury prone. And you got Kyrie Irving, who skills wise, I will say it 
over and over again. Skills-wise, he is the most skilled basketball player to ever touch basketball. I'll say Allen Iverson. But leadership-wise, there is no leadership. There is, like, there's nothing. You're getting you guys don't have a leader to like take over. Like, like here's the thing: if Kevin Durant could stay healthy, I would say he could be. He's he's that he's that killer instinct. You guys don't have a leader. Like for example, the Sixers. I, even though I hate the Sixers, I'm gonna give them credit. You get Harden now. Harden's being a leader of that team with and I'm saying they may be the if they win a championship, I'll say. Yeah, just wait but, until just wait until um Harden uh, ditches the Sixers the way uh, wait, the way he's they playing great with the Sixers. They're undefeated right now. With he's, the not, he's not ditching the Sixers. No, I mean if Peter like uh, uh, Alex, what do you guys say? He brother? was playing like an MVP level of Brooklyn last year. Look what happened. Alex, just wait until the bro? just wait until the man like uh starts um. Uh, Alex, you guys talk, brother. Use your words, brother. Wait, this you the Philly expert. You tell me. I mean, Justin, yeah, I know from personal experience with James Harden. <laughs> and I know Alex probably got a James Harden jersey as we speak, but yeah. Alex probably um, has every single uh, Sixers jersey. Okay, let me talk. Um, so um, I think this is this goes down to one of the the smartest trades in six years history with the potential of competing for a championship this year. And even though this is my hot take and now we're talking about the Sixers. Damn it. Hey, hey, you brought up Harden, so we had to Adam, Adam, listen, you've been blasting this this entire hot take. You have no right to talk right now. Adam, you've been talking some bullshit out your ass. (laughs) Go ahead, Alex. Um, I think that they they have a very talented roster as of now, and they are showing it uh, day in and day out. Even though they they didn't have James Harden playing in that game because of a small injury, uh, which he was, was afraid a, of Jimmy buckets, but it's okay. <laughs> which was a hamstring uh, injury, um, but. Having Tobias, um, Ty- Tyrese Maxey, Matisse Thibel, Niang, and just just them all is having having confidence in every game, and I can see that this team is growing, uh, po- in a positive way, and I think that uh, once the playoffs. Get started. This team is going to be a, excuse my language, but a fucking tough team to beat in the East. Uh, no matter where where the hell you go and say that, uh, you don't think so. But I think that this team is going to be as much talent wise than you think they are because of the amount of chemistry already built between every single one of them. And I I definitely don't see Brooklyn uh, doing what they were supposed to do. Uh, even having Simmons, um, I'm not even sure when he's going to be playing, but it's just going to be tough for them. And 
I think I think Philly at the end of the day, Philly has the biggest shot. And it's showing right now that they can do whatever they can do. And they just gotta knock in and and get wins. Yeah, because especially because and this is why I reacted the way you did when you said Sean Marks is the most brilliant basketball mind. I'm like, there's Daryl Morey, who we all know Daryl Morey is. I'm not taking any credit away from Daryl Morey. I'm not taking any credit away from Daryl Morey. There's the, there's the GM for the Bucks, who made that steal of a trade for Drew Holiday and got Giannis to stay and build yeah. Giannis yeah. to who he is. There's the Bulls. Sean Marks is just GM. as good as any of them. The Bulls GM he's, on that, he's on that level. There's, he's on that level. There's there's the Bulls GM. I got to say the Heat created, GM. Too. Like the, the, like the Bulls GM. Y'all are created. really disrespecting Sean Marks now. My First God. of all, I got to say Pat Riley is probably the greatest basketball minds of all time. You got to give him credit. Well, he always yeah. in Miami. Plus, Adam, Adam, we, we're trying to tell you that no matter what, can we end this he hot was take, going please? to get KD and Kyrie. Can we end this he hot take? This is like, yeah, can we, yeah, I'm, I'm ending this hot take. Or I'm ending it. Like, All right, I'm going first. I, 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 I want to go first. I'm just just vote already. Just vote already. Tonight because you said Sean Marks is probably the greatest basketball minds in like a great. I didn't say he was the greatest. I say he was one of the best. That's you say he's one of the just, best. That's yeah. just blaspheming out your ass. Then you said that Kyrie would never come to New York to, to Brooklyn because how if, if the Nets if the Nets if the Nets were, were a even though Kyrie Irving said if the Nets trashy winning want to play as the Nets and another reason you said what what else did you say I tuned half the bullshit out I just turned it off and wasn't paying attention because after that blasphemy and you also and that tantrum tantrum that you ran up the room and humped your bed that that was a no go to so I declined heavy. And there's a song I say, hell to the love. Okay, so I'm next. Um, I am disapproving your hot take because it started out really boring when you were like, oh, the Nets are a better franchise than Knicks. We all knew the Nets are a better franchise than Knicks. Let's be real. I agree with you, and I'm a Knicks fan. Yeah, like that. That's that's not a hot take. That's just... That's just talking out your ass and being an ass. That's just an accurate fact. No, that's and just being an asshole. Then you said the thing about Sean Marks and Kyrie Irving, and you, you lost me. Like you You're lost me the blasphemy that you were saying. So I'm I'm disapproving, and this I'm letting you know. This is like the third worst hot take I probably have heard on this show. There's only two that can top this, and both of them were Mike's. Hey, at least so, was, hey, this was the worst hot take on the Hey, Michael, I have to say it's Misery Loves Company. Misery Loves Company. All right, we got two votes left. Um, <laughs> Marcel, so I actually want to go. Approve or disapprove? We all know. We're just 0 with 4 today. You're 0 with 4. We'll... Just let them go, all right? Put me out of my misery already. Alex, make it painful. I disapprove. Adam, Marcellus. So let's go ahead. Marcellus? You, your hot take was so bad, you made Marcellus fall asleep. Your hot take was so bad, Marcellus. I, 
I'm done with this motherfucker. <laughs> you made Marcellus so bad. You made him leave the hot. The room. See, you made him bad, Adam. He's like, fuck this. I'm watching the Nick game. Okay, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> All right, my hot take is disproved, and I I stopped the I stopped the season zero and one. So Adam, your hot take. There's always that next bad. time. There's always next right, time. Just, just so you guys know, just uh, yeah. Just say, so guys, I'm gonna hold you to the same standard where you guys do your hot takes. Just so you know, Adam, after, your hot just, take after was garbage. I am sorry. All right, all right. I respect your payment. Just say, so guys, know when both of you do your hot takes, I'm gonna hold you all to the same standard. That's all. At I'm least me say. and Sam make yeah, sense. You, you don't even make sense. Yeah, like, like Adam. Here's the thing: if you would have said like, "Oh, Sean Marks is like a really brilliant mastermind," like he got D'Angelo Russell and he made D'Angelo Russell into what the Nets are, then I would agree with you. I would it's agree with that, you 100%. It's, it's, the, it's the fact that you were like, oh, Kyrie Irving, like, he had a choice between the Knicks and this, and I'm like, you're really saying Kyrie Irving would have gone to the Knicks? Out of all I people? Say, did I say he would have? I, I never said that. I never said that. You but. said he was going to a New York team. I did, if I off a look, off a look back. Oh and my see god! You were you were saying? Can we move oh, on? Can we move on? Because <laughs> <laughs> if we can speak it to you, we're gonna be here for hours, and we're already way past the clock time. So we gotta move on. That all right, we'll move on to some basketball talk. Just so, so you know what? So you know what? I'm gonna get. I'm gonna move this up here. I'm just gonna. I wish he put this like um, a little bit later on in the script, but you know what? I'm feeling in a real after that after that um um garbage after, shitty hot take. After after that, I'm like um in mental mood here, so I'm gonna put uh, uh, one of the people who disproved that hot take on the spot here because we had got some news recently in Pelican Land that. Apparently, <laughs> Zion Williamson, like uh, when the, the, the Pelicans acquired CJ McCollum, did not talk to CJ McCollum. He didn't reach out to him to say, "Hey, welcome." And I don't know if you guys heard this on first take, but JJ Reg, um, Zion Williamson's former teammate, by the way, just tortured him, just tortured him, and that's and that I mean, and that's just uh, and I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna just give Sandra Flurry because I'm sure he's got thoughts on this, but. That's a really bad look for, for Zion Williamson because, guys, how often do we see, um, like, former teammates um, rip three players, rip their former teammates like, in the media? How often do we if you're see less, if, Unless if you're Richard Jefferson ripping Gilbert Arenas in the shreds. But, but, <laughs> but, but I'm talking about the way um, J.J. Reck rips Zion. Jordan, there's a lot. I can name it. The way J.J. Reck rips Zion. You never, ever see, like, um, people be honest with, like, uh, people, like, um, Talk about like um their former teammates like that and and they're both Duke alum. They're both Duke alum. They're both Duke alum too. So I mean, because so, so all I'm gonna say is the fact that Zion didn't reach out to um CJ McCollum and there's this, all this country surrounding his way and the CJJ Reg like go after like that. Guys, I think it's time we start worrying about Zion. I think it's time we start worrying about Zion. Here's the thing, Adam. I got, I got it before I, before I let Sam is probably going to agree with me. This. Michael, you go. Let's we'll put Sam on. Zion Williamson doesn't want to be in New Orleans anymore. He really doesn't. Just think about it. He he got back. He got fat. He got hurt. He got fat. And he's eating. He was big. He was like three hundred pounds. For him, that's not normal. But here's the thing: when you when you are on a diet in the NBA, you. It's the structure. You got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. 
He got hurt. He's like, fuck it. I got lazy. He got lazy. Like Charles Barkley said it the best. If you, if it tastes good, you spit it out. But here's the thing about Zion. You're you're the franchise player. You said you wanted help. You get Brandon Ingram, who is probably my 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 opinion. He's the most underrated All Star in the, in the in the league as a small forties. They underrate him. And you also have CJ McCollum, who should have been an All Star in his career already. Everybody agrees with me on this hot take on this podcast. CJ McCollum should have been an All Star. For me, I know Damian Damian Lillard was the heart was the best player on that team, but he was the heart and soul of the Trailblazers. He was. But here's the thing about Zion. Now you're fucked because you're the franchise player. You're the big-time money man. And you play for probably the greatest coach in basketball history in Coach K. And now you got J.J. Redick, who hasn't been in the league in over two years, calling you out on a, on a on the sports show. That means you're fucking up. Come on, Zion. You're the face of the league. If you wanted to trade, you could have forced a trade during the trade, and they would have traded you to whatever team you wanted. And your rookie contract comes up, and I think you're still on your rookie contract for another two years. I think for another year, I think. 2020, summer of 2023, he's allowed to ask for it, like for another team. But I believe Zion Williamson wants to be traded. He doesn't want to be there anymore. I know I'll, I'll probably, Sam probably disagree on me on that, but I'm going to let Sam have the floor. Sam? Sam, buddy, the floor is yours. I don't even want a floor. I don't even want the floor, to be honest with y'all. You're a Pelicans fan here. <laughs> I basically just spoke God for Sam right the there. music. I just spoke for Sam right there. <laughs> so, we have Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram, to me, is the most underrated star. I said that. Because Thank you. I, no, 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 no. But, but like, not all star. I mean, like, Brandon Ingram's like an inch away to becoming like a superstar in this league. Like, top 15. Whoa, 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 buddy. buddy, buddy uh, you're scaring me. You sound like Adam now. You sound like Adam. No, because Brandon Ingram's that skilled. Let's be real. Brandon Ingram is that skilled. Okay. CJ McCollum, like- McCollum should have been an all-star ready. And now CJ McCollum starting to play his true position, which is the point guard. Because he had to play shooting guard because of Damian Lillard. And we all know CJ McCollum was a point guard. Now, we have those players. We have Jonas Valanciunas, who's a very good center in this league. Very good center. A 21 and 10 man. Yeah, 21 10. Who should have been an all star, in my opinion, but we'll agree to this. And now Zion has a contender around him. You don't even give CJ McCollum a call. Like, if you don't do it immediately, that's fine. Literally, Sage McCollum had to tell TNT, I didn't even get a call yet from Zion Williamson. Are you 
absolutely out of your mind. Zion Williamson doesn't give anyone a call. He doesn't even want to be part of the New Orleans Pelicans. He wants to be a New York Nick. You know what I'm saying right now? I'm saying, if you want to be a New York Nick that bad, that's fine. Why don't we make a trade already? We give the Knicks Zion Williamson, and we get back R.J. Barrett and Cameron No, Bush. no. Hell no. You dipshit motherfucker. You try. There's <laughs> the th- Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like the Sam, hope. The low, only low. reason that I feel. I feel like the big reason, like that trade, they like might fall apart. Is that uh, the whole reason, like the Knicks would be really getting Zion is to complete the trio of like Cam Reddish, RJ, and Zion from Duke. Sam, you evil, evil man, Sam. You did no, just but, to screw with me. Sam did no, just but, to screw with me. No, but I'm, 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 I'm really disappointed in Zion Williamson, like. Like even like here's the thing, even Anthony Davis, we all knew that AD wanted to go to LA. We knew after his third year, he wanted to be a Los Angeles Laker. And that man said, I'll be a Los Angeles Laker, but let me at least while I'm still on this extension, let me try to win a ring here. So that I can say, I helped the team that drafted me. And the team that drafted him, I'm not going to lie, the Pelicans, they didn't give him any help. They gave my man's no help. They gave him Drew Holiday. And you had DeMarcus, remember that year you just had DeMarcus Cousins that year before he got hurt. That's true. You had DeMarcus Cousins. They gave him help one year. But after that, they basically gave him nothing. We gave Zion Williamson everything he needs to succeed. And even though the Pelicans lost tonight, they were on a four-game winning streak. Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum are scoring 26-27 in these past six games. Like, they're tearing this league up right now. And you're not coming back to that team. That looks really bad. That look that, that looks really bad. And if I were the Pelicans, I would tell Zion, we're gonna trade you, but you have to sign with us first if you want if you want the trade to happen. Otherwise, we'll just sign you. Because if you remember, I'm pretty sure Zion it's a restricted free agent right now still. So he has to come back to the Pelicans. The the year. I think he's restricted at the end of the year. Yeah, so he's a restricted free agent, so we can match any offer. And we would match the offer. So Zion would still be a Pelican no matter what. But my thing is, he's acting so much like a child. And... He's letting his family dictate what's going on. And I'm thinking in my head, why are you letting your family destroy your career? Like, 
they want him to be a New York Nick. And I'm thinking Steph Curry wanted to be a New York Nick. Look at how he made it work in Golden State. Exactly. You're telling me that you can't make it work with the Pelicans? If you just get one chip with the Pelicans, like Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard stayed with the Raptors for one year. And in that one year, he got a chip, and he's one of the most celebrated people in all of Canada. Literally, you just look at one chip with the Pelicans, and then you can say, all right, when you won, bye. Plus, it's not like these other places, like, and I'm not trying to bash these places, but it's not like Cleveland or Charlotte, where it's like, oh, they're kind of nice, but they're not really that nice. New Orleans is gorgeous. New Orleans is gorgeous. And you're not staying there? You're not even next to the team? This is just a really bad look for Zion. And it's only a matter of time before we realize Zion's going to the Knicks. And if he goes to the Knicks, I'm letting you know he is going to be a bust. And that's the and that's the thing, like, because as Zion coming into this, um, Zion's coming into uh, was coming to the league was like people thought he was gonna be the next LeBron James. He was considered to be the best prospect, like in all basketball, like since LeBron. Like, so could we see like I can't? I'm not gonna sound saturated religious for saying this, but and this is gonna be like kind of like an awkward But guys, could Zion Wilson be on his way to becoming the NBA's version of Jamarcus Russell? You know, you know, Jamarcus um, Russell. No, no. Um, Adam. Adam, here's here's a better thing. Could we be seeing a secondhand version of the number one pick being Greg Oden mm-hmm. and the number two pick being Kevin Durant? Yeah, because look at because look at how good John Morant's been like so far. Like yeah, because, as of uh, Sam right now, like if I if you could do the 2019 draft over, like. Who are you taking, Ja or Zion? Oh, Ja Morant, easily. It not, it's not a debate. At least not right yeah. now, it's not a debate. Because here's the thing, and this is the sad part about it. People always say, oh, Greg Oden's a bust. And I agree, Greg Oden's a bust. But I always hate saying he's a bust because... The injuries Oden, really got to him. Cause, yeah, because when Greg Oden was healthy, he was looking like he would be the best big man in basketball, like he was looking like, this is how good, I'm not even lying, this is how good Greg Oden was when he was healthy. Greg Oden was the second coming. He wasn't this player. He was the second coming of Shaq with a jump shot. That's how good Greg Oden was. He was about to become the second-hand version of Shaq if Shaq had a jump shot. And the fact that injuries derailed his career and Kevin Durant took off, that's why people call him a bust. Zion Williamson, when he plays, we know he's really good. but He's just too injury-prone. And John Morant's looking like an MVP candidate right now. So, yeah, that's that's what's happening. 
I mean, I don't think I could have said it better myself. I don't think I could have said it better myself. So, Sam, I, I just want to say, like, I'm sorry what your Pelicans are going through, man. I'm sorry. Listen, I feel the listen, pain. Don't. We sympathize with you. Listen, this, this is how good my Pelicans are right now. <laughs> the Pelicans are so good right now that in order to beat us, the Nuggets literally had to make Nikola Jokic score 50 points while getting a triple double. They barely just beat the Pelicans. So, so, so yeah, at, at least you have that to hang your hat on. At least you have that to hang your hat on. At least, you know, my Pelicans beat the Lakers by 30 points. <laughs> Mike, are you going to sit there and take that? Are you going to sit there and take that? At least my Pelicans beat um, the Lakers by 30 points, so at least we're better than the Lakers. Okay. First of all... At least my team's actually going to make the playoffs on, like, the Lakers. How many championships do the Lakers have compared to your Pelicans? Then talk. If y'all were the championship, then you can talk. Thank you. Next. Mike. Uh, before we question. get to our... Uh, go ahead. Go Mike. ahead. Mike, quick question. How many years has the Lakers been in the league? That don't mean shit. How many times? How many times? How many times you guys had a title run? How do you guys even want a championship in this decade, or at least since you've been alive? I've seen the Lakers have won a championship since I've been alive, and I can name all the years they won: 2000, 2001, 2002, 2009, 2010, 2020. I saw my team win championships in my lifetime. Thank you. Yeah, I haven't done that yet, but here's the thing. We haven't had star power like you guys other than Anthony Davis. So now we have a really good team with a lot of star power. Uh, we are wrapping up. We're going, we're All going. right. We go, before we get to our best, before we get to our best, we do want to do one quick college basketball story here. I mean, we're definitely going to – I mean, it's Tennessee, so we're definitely going to wrap up the college basketball talk on future episodes. But we got to talk about – um. Coach K's uh, last game. Um, Michael, you're a Duke fan here. Uh, unfortunately, the game like didn't like end like the way many Duke fans wanted to. But shut up, Mike. Yeah, take it away. I I remember when I was so, so, wait eight years old. My sister got accepted into Duke University. This is why I became a Duke fan. I fell in love with basketball for under three coaches. For three people, Kobe Bryant, Marcus Camby, and Coach Coach K. Because I got I, when my sister went to University of Duke, I got to meet Coach K when I was younger. I went to basketball camp every year, and he's just a great human being. He's not a great coach; he's just a great human. Forty-three years coaching the same team, boys. Forty-three years. I know you can hate the Duke University basketball program, but you cannot hate Coach K. He's a he's a saint of a human being. Yeah, I mean, he won, what's it called? Isn't he also a gold medal winner with NBA he's, players? He's also a gold medal. And you have Kobe would have said, the late great Kobe Bryant said, if he would have went to college, he would have went to Duke University. That's how much respect he had for Coach K. Just remember, he's the reason half the NBA players Go to the NBA for one and done. RJ Barrett, Zion, Cam Reddish. You also have Kyrie, Joel Okafor, Tyus Jones, 
Justice Winslow. You also have Quinn Cook, who didn't make the, but but you also have Danny Ferry. You have Grant Hill. You have the probably the greatest Duke player of all time between JJ Reddick, Grant Hill, Christian Leitner. He made a lot of NBA players legends. And it's just when you go in, I who I've been inside of Cameron Indoors for a Duke UNC game when I was 12 years old. That arena is nuts, boys. And when I saw that last night, that arena, I was like, damn, I wish I was in that building. Letting my <laughs> for all seriousness, boys. What's what's my respect on Coach K? I think, in my opinion, he's the greatest college coach of all time. Yeah, and to piggyback off that, but let's let's really say who Coach K is. To put in perspective how good of a coach Coach K was, every single year he would get offers from NBA teams. And I'm not talking like a light contract for like first year coaches. I mean like He's getting like Greg Popovich Money. type contracts to coach an NBA team. NBA players like LeBron James respect Coach K. They listen to him. That's how good of a coach Coach K is. That's yeah. why he's no doubt the best college coach to ever do it because he, he was an NBA coach. But he just decided to be loyal and stay with the college the program. He was supposed to coach the Lakers in 0405, but he changed his mind at the last second. And I remember that because when I was a I was a 10-year-old kid, my dad tells me Coach K is going to the NBA. I was like, really? Guys, he's that damn good of a coach that you have the greatest basketball player in the league that says he would probably win at least eight championships if he was if if Coach K was his coach. Coach K would win at least eight championships if he was coaching the NBA. Let's be real. Let's real recognize is real. Am I right or wrong? You're absolutely right. right. Here's the thing. I've been a I've been a Duke fan as long as I can remember. And Man, it's just gonna be hard, you know. Not, not well, next season. Not watching Coach K at Cameron Indoors. I think he's gonna be a special advisor to the team, but he's not gonna coach them because he's not gonna give up basketball fully. It's in his blood. He's not gonna give it up. Like you know how, like when Derek Jeter retired, when he first like went to baseball, he was like a special advisor to the Yankees. Coach K is still gonna be a part of the team, but he's not gonna be coaching. Like, he's gonna be like a little special advisor. Guys, for 43 years, Sam wasn't even born the first time he saw heard of Coach K. We weren't even alive when he coached 43 years ago. We were just sperm in our dad's balls. That's how long he's been coaching. He's been coaching before that for over 50 years when he coached at Army as an assistant coach. Man. So let's, yeah. let's, have, a, let's, yo, let's have a moment of silence for Coach K's great coaching career.
Definitely. Definitely shout out to Coach K and uh, his career. I mean, it's not even over. Duke still has to go try to get him one last national championship, but we'll see during March Madness. But guys... I put it on my Christmas list. I put it on my Christmas list. Let's see if Santa can deliver it to me. Listen, uh, um, no offense, but I'm, I don't think Duke is winning March Madness. I mean, you have you have UNC. UNC have is not Purdue. even in the tournament. UNC ain't even in the tournament. They didn't even get a bid yet. Duke, we automatically have a bid. Well, Purdue's as, as automatically. As Illinois in. doesn't win because Alex will rub it in my face for the next three hundred sixty-five days. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's Villanova. There's no. Purdue. Don't mention that. Don't mention the devil's name in the house. Don't mention there's the Purdue devil's name as well. Don't mention the. Don't mention the devil's team over there. There's also um, what's it called? Gonzaga is always. Don't mention good. the cheap bastards' names next. There's <laughs> also, um, what's it called? As Georgetown is Georgetown in the buy yet or no? Okay. Um, what's it called? Damn, Michigan. I love you, but you drive me crazy with this nonsense. <laughs> There's Michigan, Michigan State. I'm just, I'm just naming teams at this point. You just name it college teams that have great basketball programs. No, but <laughs> no, but I'm the, I'm being for real. Purdue is probably going to win it this year. <gasps> Put him in the waiting room. He deserves to be in the waiting room for saying blasphemy, blasphemy. Sam, I know where you sleep. I want to come find you. Adam, 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 if I say Rutgers will win March Madness, do I not go to the waiting room? You don't go to the waiting room, then. Okay, Rutgers is winning March Madness. You're off. <laughs> Sam, you're fired for blasphemy. <laughs> All right, guys, you know what it's time for? Best of the episode. Best of the episode, the season two debut. Can I go first? uh, Well, Alex has to go first since he has to leave, but we we are doing a little bit of a new system here because last last, last season there was a big flaw that it was all about points. It was all about points and records didn't mean anything, so... Really quickly, here's how we're going to do it for this season. At the end of the season, like, we're going to give everyone out stars at the end of the season, season like for both record and points. So, for example, like um, the guy with the first best record will win. Um, The guy with the, the first. The guy with the first best record will get fifth. We'll get five stars. Um, The guy with the fourth best record will get four stars. The guy with the third best record will get three stars. Fourth place will get two stars. Fifth place, one star, and last place will get no stars. It's like the importance. Most points gets five stars. Second points gets four stars. Like yada yada yada. So, so basically, to give an example, like if we had done this for a uh, first season, like um, for, if we'd done this like scoring system last season, I would have came first place with nine stars. Michael with came in second place with ten stars. Marcellus was actually efficient third place with five stars. Sam with efficient fourth place with four stars. Axel Fish in third place with three stars, and Chris with Fish is in, is in last place with two stars. So that's going to be our new system for students, too. But, guys, I mean, I mean, I mean, actually, you might have to go really quickly here first because I'm going to I'm gonna do a little something here. I'm going to do something, all right? Before I get started, that's what I'll say, everyone. Take a bow before your before your reindeer. Take a bow before your defending champion. You want me to put a bow in you? Which foot you want? Which foot you want in your butt? 
But guys, as your um, ring leader and defending uh, champion, damn, um, you tell me the word. I got. I'm gonna. You tell me the word. I decided. I decided. I would do three things. Number one, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Except I'm gonna choose something that um got me to win last time. That ultimately got me um the championship. And my two, bottom? I'm also gonna bait someone on this podcast into going head to head with me. I'm gonna do a little head to head action to begin season two. Actually, I think you know where I'm going. So I'm taking the Brooklyn Nets over to Philadelphia 76ers on my line on Thursday. That um, is my bet. Adam, Alex, you can go now. Are you going to take the bait? Uh, I got something cooking myself. Go ahead. So it's a three-game parlay. Remember, remember though, like record matters, record matters more to Sarah. So think, so think that before uh, you do parlay. Just go, but go ahead. Okay. So I'm gonna do Warriors money nine and Steph Curry over for the points on Tuesday. Gotcha. Uh, my second one is Purdue Fort Worth. Money line against Northern Kentucky. All right. Also, we do have Chris's bet. Chris couldn't make this episode, but we do have his bet. And Sam, I think he's going to go ahead tie with you. He's taking the Grizzlies over the Pelicans on the money line. Sam, all right, Sam, you're up. Are you going to um, go ahead tie with them? Well, I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to do um, a parlay. Um, I'm going to be taking the Pelicans over the Grizzlies. And I'm going to choose the um, the Philadelphia 76ers to win. Against who? I'm not sure. Their next game. All right, all right. I'll I'll look. Up. The next, I'm pretty sure the next game is against the Nets. It's not the one yeah, I picked. So it's basically I'm just choosing Philly and the Pels to win. All right, gotcha. Are right, we doing have Marcellus's bet? So Michael, you know, Joe, you're gonna go for Marcellus. I think he fell asleep. <laughs> Marcellus, are you there? Marcellus fell asleep. Ah, Michael, you can do his bet. I'm going to put the Knicks over Knicks for Kings on the money line. I'm going to do them a parlay. Knicks versus Kings. And then. Knicks over Kings for, for one. Yeah. And and, that, and that's our Celsius bet. Yeah, hold on. Keep going. All right, go ahead. Give them a parlay. Suns over Magic. All right. All right, Michael Cunningham. Last up, go ahead. I'm gonna take. I'm, I'm gonna take a sand bet. Magic versus Suns over Suns. Now I'm playing. <laughs> Damn. If I was stupid, then I'll do it. But I actually have a brain. I'm not somebody on the show. No offense, buddy. Go ahead. I'm gonna go with how the way how the Mavericks been playing. I'm gonna take the Mavericks over the Jazz. How Luca's been playing. All right. I'm going Mavericks over Jazz on on the money line, and I'm also going to do another one. 
And what's what's your next one? Let's see who my Lakers play. I want to see who they. I'm gonna go Lakers over Spurs because I feel like All right. that, that win against the against the Warriors gave them a real, 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 real confidence. Mm-hmm. So, and we're playing on the road, and we're a better road team than home team. So, we're we're, we're, we're and we're, we're gonna we're gonna get the job done. Gotcha. All right, guys, it's all for our best. That's all for this episode. That's all for our season two debut. That's all for us. But but before we close out the show, we do want to um. We would be remiss as we be told if we didn't mention the situation going on across the seas in Ukraine. And we just want to wish like oh, we just want to say our harsh prayers go out to all those affected by um by uh the war go the war going on there. I mean this is it's just Michael, it's just really dark times this this world is going through. Yep, it's a very, very dark time. Yeah. And uh yeah, so we just want to mention that. I mean, we're we're seeing a lot of activism, like going on like across sports as well we've seen like we see i don't know if you heard us michael but we saw like a russian player like um we saw a russian player like on the camera right no more war and it's just nice to see like all like uh people like no matter their see like this is one of those times where like i want i want to read this like it's great this i i saw this great tweet and that i saw this really great tweet in that Basically, like, basically, like, um, like this stuff, this stuff should be like bring us together. Like, this is not the time for like political debates. This is the time for like um us to get like so divided. So like, this is like where we to unite. Say, yo, this is an issue and it needs to be addressed. It needs to be addressed. All right, but guys, any final thoughts? No. All right, guys, that's it. This is episode 76 of the Game of Podcast. Yours truly, Adam Grisani, Mike Cunningham, Alex Reach, for Doc, and Sam Rao. Thank you, heard. Leave a like and follow or subscribe to the podcast. Also, if you want to join our conversation, leave a comment on YouTube or reach out to us on social media. We may feature what you have to say and feature up to our friends. Those who are Jesus just fancy. If you can imagine your world, believe in it and dive in. See you next time. And until then, stay lit. And we're out.